0: I'm Victoria Doherty, and welcome to the cold. Cold is the way revenge is best served, the way a war was fought, and the way a story should be told. And this week I'm thinking so much about the cold. I mean, it's it's New Year's, you know, it's the middle of winter. And it is 70 degrees Fahrenheit in Virginia where I live. I mean, it's just was an unbelievable day. My daughter and I went to the mall to return Christmas gifts that she hated because I did a terrible job shopping for her this Christmas. And we we're walking around without coats on and we it was just incredible. And yet at the same time I hated every minute of it because I love the cold. I love winter and I am really missing the fact that at least this year in Virginia, we're not getting much of one. You know, look, (laughs) I'm a Chicagoan. That's where I grew up. And yes, I've been in Virginia for 17 and a half years. And before that, I was in San Francisco for five years. But I spent my whole life up until I was, oh, I don't know. 28, 29 years old in really cold climates, whether it was Chicago or Prague and Prague is absolutely magical and wonderful in the winter, by the way and uh, my friend Beth made me so jealous. She lives in Prague and she and her Czech husband took a bunch of pictures this morning or actually it was Christmas morning, yesterday I'm recording this on um, December 26th and um, it had snowed on Christmas Eve in Prague and it just looked so beautiful and it got me strangely thinking about my home in Chicago where I grew up rather than my other home in Prague. Um, You know it's <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about Chicago because it's just such a great city and it's it's getting a lot of bad press and deservedly so because of the murder rates and what is going on there and how just absolutely tragic it is um that so many people are being shot and i i hate reading about the violence that i see there because the place is so magical that it's it's difficult to really explain it especially to coasters because um coasters meaning people on the coasts in the u.s because the only time they would ever go to Chicago is say for a business trip, and so really, unless you get there and you you tend not to go there for you know a, a vacation or, a, or an exciting weekend, you you know people tend to go to New York for that or L.A. or San Francisco, but um, Chicago is absolutely magic. And as horrible as the winters there are, it's magic in the winter, too. I mean, it's the gray, snow-heavy skies, the smokestacks, the way Lake Michigan freezes over this time of year. I mean, it's a veritable tundra flanked by a glittering skyline that looks like it's made of Legos. It's counterintuitive, but I love Chicago in the winter. And no, I'm not some sort of masochist who enjoys being whipped by gale force, icy winds, have my tears frozen to my cheeks and, and and my toes wait, what toes? I can't even feel them anymore. So I should clarify. Being a visitor in Chicago at this time of year just sucks. All you want to do is curl up in your hotel room and thank God that you live somewhere else. What I'm lonesome for is living in Chicago during the winter. And those are two very different things. I will preface this by pointing out that summer is magnificent magnificent there. The city comes alive with the purpose and veracity of an anthill. There are blues fests and jazz fests and food fests and lakeside beach parties and all manner of good times had. It's a walking city with Great architecture and people sit out on their stoops talking to neighbors or just any old passers-by I remember I was sitting on a friend's soup stoop excuse me years and years ago when a guy ran out of an Irish bar across from the street and hollered the Bulls just won the championship stores restaurants and homes emptied in a rush as a spontaneous parade ensued joyful uncontainable continuing all the way downtown so the summer does indeed have magic but the winter is special It has its own vibe and exists only for those in the know. I love the grit, the ugliness of the winter, the way the snow turns black and the stockyards empty looking like they've come victim to a dirty bomb. The way there are still so many Buicks on the road all these years later. And the fact that everyone shrugs off the cold. As a kid I had only a handful of snow days and they were always just after some mammoth blizzard. But as soon as the tire chains were on our parents would wrap us up from head to toe and send us out into the Arctic chill. At recess we would actually play a game where my friends and I would spit high into the air just to watch our loogies shatter when they hit the ground it was so damn cold our saliva froze in midair and winter is when chicagoans are at their best like when my roommate when i had just out of college she brought home some australian tourist who'd been locked out of his hostel after missing the midnight curfew. And no, it wasn't a hookup, it was a kindness. I hope you don't mind, she said. I didn't. We set him up on our couch, gave him a key, and let him come and go for the next few days just to save him some money. My roommate even lent him her car. Because that's just how we Chicagoans roll there. He hung out with our friends, we let him tag along to some of the best places nobody knows about, cooked many of his meals, and made giant bowls of popcorn as we entertained ourselves to the sounds of our neighbors' screaming fights. That was a favorite pastime in my first post-college household. I'm gonna have you killed! You don't have the wit to have me killed, you moron. Shut up! No, you shut up. Well, what do you want for dinner? Let's get Chinese. This was an actual exchange. I wrote it down in my journal. And all of this was done during a deep freeze, too, I mean, those happen at least once a year when the temperatures plunge, excuse me, to around eh, 26 degrees below zero without wind chill. This poor Australian bloke who my roommate had invited in, this guy had chosen to come to Chicago at the worst possible time. He was traveling America for most of the year and for some reasons that defy logic, he made his way up from Florida instead of continuing laterally and staying snugly in the south. Yet, at the end of it all, when he sent us a Christmas card the following year, he wrote that the time he spent in the Windy City during the breeze of winter was by far the best time he'd had during his whole trip. And I believe him. He was welcomed into a subculture that not a lot of outsiders get to see. A tribe of urban dwellers who, no matter how god-awful the weather, endeavor to go out and have a ball. The bars and the restaurants jam. The invitations go out. The parties rage People tear up the night with a gusto. It's why Chicago winters are responsible for some of my fondness memories. Like hitting the blues bars on the south side as a teen and taking for granted the legends on the stage. Because truth be told, we were there to indulge in some underage drinking. And those bars would accept your grandmother's expired driver's license. Heck, they'd even take a note from your grandmother that read, Please let Billy drink alcohol tonight. He's over 21. Swear. <laughs> Chicago is marvelously, unapologetically corrupt. And it's also romantic. Underneath the scarves and the sweaters and the down jackets lie burning hearts. I remember drinking whiskey with my future husband, my now husband, (laughs) of 25 years. At a one-time speakeasy, we're listening to a live three-piece jazz ensemble into the wee hours and reading scratch graffiti way back from Al Capone's day. We fell in love in Chicago and it was mostly during the winter and we spent countless chilly nights at everywhere from dive bars to champagne bars seducing each other with off-color humor that would make people on the coasts shudder and made the people around us snicker and buy us drinks because Chicago is like that I mean it is down to earth no bullshit and our citizens have retained their sense of humor. They eat big, they laugh big, they drink big. And if they like you, (laughs) you'll get a hell of a lot more out of them than the polite, albeit interesting, conversations you'll encounter on the cocktail circuits of New York and San Francisco. Not that I'm knocking those. They have their own excitement make you feel like you're part of the glitterati. But it's just that in Chicago, you know, a Chicagoan will make you feel like you're part of a family. He'll have you take off your shoes in his house for comfort, tell you a story, offer you a bedroom in case you overindulge and hug you when you leave hug you tight. In spirit, what's called the lake effect extends far beyond the drastic swings and weather chronicled by the city's meteorologists, an infinite expansive sky along with a history of dirty, underhanded dealings, fires, massacres, and machine politics has created a population that can take it, whatever it is. In that light, a little sub-zero weather is nothing. In fact, it's an opportunity for spontaneous acts of generosity, like scraping the ice off of a neighbor's windshield in the dawn hours, leaving a A heavy dumpling meal for a flu-ridden friend, pushing a frightened, dithering lady's car out of a snowy ditch while wearing your good shoes. It's those things that keep moods light during the grim winter months. Bring people together, give them something to root for, for God's sakes. I mean, the cold is as binding to that city's soul as alcohol and music. It is there to break down walls in a place that could otherwise be just a hard industrial wilderness. The cruel nights and bleak, unforgiving days for what really makes Chicago hum and hiss and pitter and pat when most towns stop dead in their tracks, leaving citizens to hole up in their homes until the snow melts. They nurture real human interaction, great talks, the kinds of heart-to-hearts that don't let you get away with not giving yourself away that turn an acquaintance into a true friend. (laughs) See, I guess that's what I miss most about Chicago winters. It's their warmth. And yeah, yeah, we're gonna have an actually warm winter, perhaps, (laughs) certainly a New Year's Eve this year in Virginia. But damn, I wish it was cold I wish that the weathermen were saying that our New Year's Eve was gonna be freezing cold and we had to huddle by the fire. Because that's what I celebrate here in the cold. That's what that's what I hope to impart to you all, and that's what I hope we can all celebrate together. It's the heat of the cold, the burning, the closeness, the cold eye, where you can look at something from a distance and really look at it with judgment. So my friends, I wish you a great new year. And I do hope you had a very Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, all of it. And I wish you nothing but the best in this coming year. I wish you the cold and all the great, great things that come along with it. Thanks. Thanks for listening.